0: Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace. And I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And today I want to talk to you about inner healing. And you say, Well, Pastor, what do you mean by inner healing? I'm going to try to, my best of my ability, explain to you today what we're talking about when we're talking about inner healing. And 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 23 says, And the very God of peace will sanctify you wholly, not H-O-L-L-Y, or H-O-L-Y, but W-H-O-L-L-Y. And I pray that your whole spirit, your whole soul, and your whole body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So in 1 Thessalonians 5.23, it says that you and I, he prays for our whole spirit, our whole soul, and our whole body. So that tells us that we're a triune being. We're a spirit. We possess a soul. Our soul is made up of our mind, our will, and our emotions. And we live in a body. So we are a trying being. Now this is where a little causes a lot of, some frustration for people because they don't understand that when I'm talking about us being perfect, that I'm talking about us all walking upright and without sin, I'm talking about your spirit man, your spirit man. So, You were spiritually dead before you got born again or accepted Jesus as your personal Savior. Some people don't know what that word means, so I want to make it real simple that before you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you were spiritually dead. There was nothing you could do about that. Because of being born through the seed of a man, you were spiritually dead because Adam sinned in the garden. Because of Adam sinned in the garden, all men have been made sinners. Because of one man's righteousness, many men, all men have been made righteous. That was Jesus come along done away with our spiritual death and gave us spiritual life. So your soul was burdened with sorrow, with grief, with doubt, with fear. Your body was subject to disease and sickness. Now this was before you got uh, what we call born again or accepted Jesus as your personal Savior. But after you were born again, you still had those emotional scars, those rejections, those hurts. You were a prisoner to your habits and your thought patterns. But I want you to see what began to happen and how we can change these things. You know, so you say, Well, Pastor, I've accepted the Lord and I'm going to church and, and I'm reading my word, but I'm still dealing with some issues in my life. Well, I hate to inform you today that you're going to continue to deal because you're consistently growing in the things of God. And so Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 says, Wherefore, my brethren? as you have always obeyed not in my presence only but how much more in my absence work out your own salvation with fear and trembling now remember you're a spirit you possess a soul and you live in a body now the word possess means to acquire or to take ownership of it so the Bible says in Proverbs 23, verse 7, that whatsoever man thinketh in his heart, that what, that's what he is. But the word heart there is when you read the Bible, it's the word suki, which is talking about the soul of you, talking about your mind and your will and your emotions. So he's saying, if I can learn how to bring control to my soul... That's I can control some things. You know, people say all the time, well, Pastor, I just lose my temper. You know, I, I say things out of my mouth I shouldn't say, and I do things I shouldn't do. The, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So, whatever's going on in you to bring hint or healing, you may have scars, you may have past. There's women, there's men, there's people that have been sexually abused in their life growing up, and, and they're continuously dealing with these things internally. And, and when they get married, these things get harder and harder and harder to function. But Jesus tells us how to take control of our soul. When I'm talking about control of my soul, I'm talking about learning how to control my mind, bringing my mind, my will, my feelings, my emotions. You know, sometimes our emotions get away from us, but Luke 21, verse 19, and this is in red. Jesus said it, In your patience you possess ye your souls. Now, the word patience means consistency. The word possess means take ownership. How do I take ownership of my mind? Well, he tells me how to do that. Patience brings consistency. Now, how many of you love patience? Patience is something most of us don't have. And we we, we struggle with patience a lot of times. Patience with people, patience with ourselves, patience with everybody. But James 1 and 4 gives us a perfect revelation of what patience is all about. But let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect in entire, wanting nothing. So if you allow the Holy Spirit through His Word, To have its perfect work in you, because the the Bible says, "Perfect love casts out fear." Not all fear, but fear. So, fear is F E A R. False evidence that appears real. Now, it's not real, but it seems real to you at the time. It seems like destruction at the time. It takes possession of you. Fear is a spirit. And if you can overcome that, you overcome that, even though it never bothers your spirit, man. It's going to come against your soul, each man. Your mind, your will, and emotions. Now, remember... You don't see with your eyes. You see with your mind. Your eyes is a reflection of what your mind's telling you. This is the most powerful thing in the world, the thing between your ears, which is your mind, your will, and your emotions. When you can learn to control your mind, you can control every aspect of your life. And so he says, Let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. So you'll lack nothing, When you learn to have patience and let patience have its perfect work. See, we want microwave. We can go to McDonald's or Hardee's and get a hamburger in 13 seconds. You know, we can put popcorn in the microwave and get it in 20 seconds. We can put a baked potato in there and get it in three minutes. So we want everything to be quick like that. Well, God doesn't work like that because... You know, you've been through this situation in your life and why you think what you think. And for 25 or 30 years, you've been dealing with this. And now all of a sudden, it's going to go away because you got born again and you found Jesus. That's not true. As, as you begin to feed that word, you begin to have to change the way you think. If you want to be cha- change your behavior, you're going to have to change what you think. You will never change your behavior if you don't change what you think. And that's the beauty of grace.